Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 419, the box office report, not a Patreon episode, <laughs> for the week ending 1014, 2018. One more episode. And then we're all just eating oh, smoke weed. We're the all going to be baked. <laughs> hey, maybe it'll be legal by then. No. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be getting our. It's uh, on the ballot. Getting our medicinal cards. That's right. That's right. Yes. And the that card made out of hemp. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's I'm so much better for the environment. You know, you can make the trees regrow. It's good. That's, yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. Let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, you chop down trees, they, and they're chopped down. I mean, hemp really does grow fast. Like, it That's grows true. Yeah. Super fast. That's why, like, so you can make... Do you have one of those necklaces? Oh, when I was a kid? <laughs> I mean, probably. Didn't everybody in the 90s? Yeah, basically. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Tom didn't. Or but like, a, uh, no, I did not. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or wristband. Like the like seashell was, necklaces or whatever. Well, those are the, the hookah necklaces. Yeah. But they were also like hemp necklaces Yeah, that you could... That yeah. were the cool kids. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not boots. proud, but yeah. Like, yes. yes. So everybody listening, take your phone. Yeah. And smell it. <laughs> and if it if it smells like patchouli, that's Kevin. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, there phone, is there a phone scratch and sniff? Yeah. Okay. It's very... Okay. Well, the well, the iPhone, the X, iPhone ten is the iPhone yeah, XS. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean, at this point, what else could they put on there? Right, it's like, oh no, it's scratch and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. Just wait for Android to come out with new features. Yeah, then <laughs> yeah. Then we'll Apple. find out. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, oh, scratch and sniff. I never go to Red Tube again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? What's Red Tube? That's Red Tube. On that note, we should probably go around the table and introduce ourselves. This is Joe. <laughs> That's how Tom said Red Tube. <laughs> this is Kevin. <laughs> and this is Tom. I was like, what is a Red Tube? I quite know what to. I don't know what that I don't is. Know <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Shameless plugs. <laughs> Let's do that. That's speaking of Red Tube. Yeah. Uh, just keep your plugs to yourself over there, buddy. <laughs> don't sniff those either. Nope. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Are those scratch well, I mean, after, after, oh, I hope not. Well, they're like rub and sniff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't really want to scratch it because that's going to hurt. Yeah. If it's scratching, then you probably need uh, yeah, that's, more lube or something. Yeah, you're don't, doing it wrong. <laughs> can you, in, in case you don't, haven't noticed, Dan's not here this nope. week. Nope. 
So <laughs> we're going to be visited by three ghosts of Dan this yeah, evening. All of them, <laughs> all, Dan. all yes. of them disappointed. All disappointed. <laughs> yes. So uh, shame Dan was... from podcast past. Yeah, yeah Dan right, from right. podcast present, the future, which is just a Dan that doesn't isn't here, doesn't speak. He's like, I quit this show. Yeah, he's like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, thank Where's you. Where's the no. third ghost? He's not showing up. <laughs> yeah, he quit. Oh, he guys got, got a telegram. I quit. Yeah. Is the only <laughs> words on it. <laughs> Here's your severance package. Carved on our tombstone. That's right. Yeah. He shows us. <laughs> so, uh, oh, shameless plugs. Yeah. That, that, uh, yeah. There we go. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. It helps us tremendously. And uh, it seems like we haven't had one in forever, so you should change that. Um, mm-hmm. We know how many reviews we have. We know how many people listen every week, and there's a disparity. So <laughs> true. We're holding, we're holding you personally. Can't fool us. We've yes. done the math. We've talked to our actuaries. Yeah. I... I took a math class. Yeah, you well, you well, had to. We know oh, that's your 40. most recent college. <laughs> class. I was forty-five, but I took it, so it's it's top of mind. Still counts. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Did you take it more than like a month ago? No. Yeah, you forgot. I forgot <laughs> yeah. all of it. That's because you don't need that kind of math. No. Oh, yeah, that's I, that's how they get you. Such a joke when you're sitting in chemistry class and yep. you're sitting in the calculus. Yeah. And you're, unless you're going to be an engineer. Well, it's also like, can you add? Yes. Can you subtract? Uh-huh. Yeah. Can you multiply yeah. and divide? Yep. You're good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like all I, the- I've got Excel. What do I need this for? <laughs> all the math I needed to know is in Excel. I had uh, my, my junior math teacher was just, I remember, I'll never forget this. She said, you need to be able to do this kind of stuff in your head because you will never you will never just have a calculator you can carry around with you all the time. I was, and, I'm, you know, we're, we're looking at 20 years later. Right. Like, oh, really, Miss Meister? Oh. Because we do. <laughs> Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you look like you're yeah, you, 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 you were very, like, you, you sat up straight. You got closer to the mic. I thought there was something This is a coming. rare occurrence where <laughs> instead of talking over each other, <laughs> we, we all stared at each yeah, other waiting for the next guy to talk. Like that was, I've never, can't believe there was a pause. I, yeah. I, I never didn't even know what to do. I was like a deer in the headlights. <laughs> this is a historic moment. It really is. <laughs> no, go on. So, continue. Uh, so shameless plugs. You know, I haven't said this on an episode yet, but in case this sort of thing appeals to you, we are also now available on Spotify. Ooh, oh, nice. Big time. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Um, so there, there's have, a very have, simple have way. Have we always been available on Spotify? No. Oh, no, that's and only l- been like two l- weeks. L- let me just say, ciao, vita bella, mambo italiano. <laughs> what is that? Hap- oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> we just lost 45% of our <laughs> European listeners. Well, Tom knows. <laughs> but yeah, we had, uh, uh, we had a, a couple listeners going back and forth on our page in French. They were very oh, excited. Really? Well, because no, no, page uh, Spotify. Oh, that was I Italian. Oh, that was that Italian. I don't know. I'm American. <laughs> I don't speak that. I don't speak that fern stuff. Oh, that's I, uh, funny. No, we have t- the two Italian no, that's right. jokes, but I listen, two poor jokes. I listen. I streamed one of our episodes on Spotify just here to sound like, and, and the pre-roll on it was in was in Italian. <laughs> Perfect. And I'm just like, I don't know. I thought you were talking about because yeah, Jason Michael spoke. Oh, that was more recent, but yeah, I, yeah sorry. That's fantastic. That yeah. That's, no, and then we bring we, into English. Yeah. Like, it's not like the, the show, so the, the early episode or the early, the, the pre-roll was in Italian. Yes. And then we were speaking English. Yeah. Correct. Well, yes. Perfect. They did, not, <laughs> they did not translate our episode into Italian. And then I don't know what's going on in that feed. I tried to follow that, and there's something about holidays, and they're <laughs> yeah. talking to each other about mascots. Like, I have no idea it's what's so happening. so... It's, it's not. It's not just Canadian, man. It's French. It's French Canadian. Yeah, oh, this like, is oh. Quebecois. This is way off the <laughs> yeah, rails. It's. I mean, it's like it's where one of my favorite wrestlers is from. <laughs> it's like Steve Martin said. 
It's like those French have a different word for everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's craziness. I, so. took, I, I went to, when I was in high school, I went to Montreal and Quebec. And it was like, you know, I was 17. And I was just like, this is. This is weird. Yeah, I did. I went to I like went to a McDonald's and everything was in French. And I was like, "Thank God they have pictures." They put mayonnaise <laughs> on your fries. Like, get out of here. Get away. Get yeah, away. I mean their their primary language is French. Yeah, like, oh yeah, so absolutely. Canada yeah. is English speaking for the most part, and then you go to Quebec and yeah. they are like it's French proud yeah. French. Yeah. They, I mean, it's their main thing. Like they, uh, you know, talking to Jason who was on the Venom episode last week. Uh, you know, he told me a little bit about Quebec and he he works there. I. I mean, I think he lives there, maybe lives just a little bit outside the city, but he works and lives there, and he told me well, that... Well, as much as the French work. Well, yeah, I mean, let's... Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> but uh, he's French-Canadian, so right. it might be like a little... <laughs> sure. But, you There's know... a Western influence a little yeah. bit. But, like, their primary language is French. They don't like to speak in English. Right. They look down at it like French, French, French. That's what they want mm. to do, and so it's just interesting. That, so like, do you think, like, in Quebec, when they're like, you should speak French... And they're like kind of kind of crappy about it. Yeah. Do you think that they're like they're like French rednecks that they're like oh man like you know <laughs> like our version of like you're in America yeah you, you need speak to speak America you need to speak America uh, like that uh, woman in the store the other day with I that. love that video so much because it's so ridiculous yeah like it's it's infuriating because since 2016 this has been a thing. Where it's just like, oh, bigotry's cool now? Right. Who Sweet. Who does that? Who has... I mean, first of all, who thinks like that? But furthermore, to stop someone speaking yeah. a foreign language and saying, you're in America, the worst, like, that the, is crazy The, the worst me. part is, like, the videos of them yelling at, like, a guy behind the counter who's speaking Spanish or whatever is one thing but these two people were just having their own conversation right they weren't like they weren't taught they weren't, they weren't even they yeah. weren't even like i don't you need to speak to me in my language i don't no. know what i'm doing they were just it having was, their own it was like a private conversation <laughs> where was this at what city was that in i don't know i was uh, probably florida you know all the way I, just, I, have no, I have no idea <laughs> well there was that guy who got in trouble for it in new york for like yelling oh at yeah and i'm like Dude, you were in New York City, right? You it's were not in, like you were in, you know, St. Louis, right? Like you're in Manhattan, <laughs> like every like third the melting pot, yeah, or, like, right? Uh, they'd be like yelling at somebody in California, right? Yeah, it's like, what are you doing? But furthermore, okay, you know what happens when I walk past two people speaking in a foreign language? You walk past. I them. keep freaking yeah. walking. Like, who you know what, whose you know mind what? works that way yeah. to even think to interrupt anyone with any conversation? Like, yeah. they're not. You're not. You in know what happens when I walk by people having a conversation? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. yeah absolutely well, nothing. Well, on top of it, if they don't speak English and you're yelling at them in English, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sure they're both just like, oh, those crazy gringos yelling they, at yeah, us Because they think they're reason. right. And that's like... It is. Like, it's, but you're not going to make your point. Like, no. They don't, no. <laughs> yeah. let's, okay. Let's but be I'm honest just saying, like, There's on no level can you think that you're going to... Like, if, if they don't speak English... It's like yeah. You just said think. Yeah. Did you speak? Did think. you see That's the Seth the... Meyers monologue from last night? I have not watched no. it. Okay. So he says You went to see the Foo Fighters last night. I huh? watched it this morning. Oh, have you already watched <laughs> SNL? <laughs> it's literally it's the opening it's the yeah. monologue. Uh he says he's talking to Kanye and he's just yeah, they pitched this Kanye was the musical guest. Right. And he wanted to do this is before, like this right. is in like two thousand seven. So he says, I want to do a skit. So Seth Meyers pitches him a skit where he just walks up in the middle of um, award ceremonies and interrupts them. And he's, you know, he's like, we did it like the Kids' Choice Awards. We did it at like a county fair. And it was great. Then 
I tune into the Grammys and there he is doing it again. He's like, but here's the kicker. I pitched the idea in 2007. Then he did it in real life in 2009. He's like, I know what you thought. I was telling the story. He's like, we pitched this idea after the Taylor Swift right. incident. Nope. Right, so he did that after being pitched? Yes. That was a... And he did it. He did the sketch on SNL in 2007. Oh, it was a sketch? It was a sketch. And it aired? And it aired. I've never How heard. does nobody yeah, like, would... circle back I have that. no idea. And then he does it in 2009. Oh. In real life. And he's like, Seth Meyers is just like, I just picture him sitting there in the crowd being like, now's the time to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> does anyone think, like, I, I, I'm not saying that he is this brilliant or this smart, but does anyone kind of think this is like an Andy Kaufman type thing? Like, part of me thinks he is, you know, for publicity, and I this have is thought, all... A- I have thought that until the most recent thing. But it, how is that any more crazy than anything else he does? Like, I just I feel guess like that's true. If part of me is like he, he loves the fame, like, uh, you know, like Joaquin Phoenix doing yeah. his crazy rap thing. I'm like, is Kanye just doing this? I mean, he's meeting with presidents. He's doing all this stuff. Like, is this all a part of some crazy act? It's possible. I, it, it would I not, don't know. It would not surprise me. I, I only say that because um, I just think he, like he's married to Kim Kardashian. Yeah. And, I, and they have Kid, unlimited they have, money they have more than one kid i don't know uh, I think but, they have uh two. but it's just like i just don't see how if he's always like that she could stand yeah. and be married to him i i kind of feel like this has to be an act you and know it's getting him all this publicity i mean that's what the kardashians are all about that you know what him doing this keeps kardashians top oh, of mind absolutely. you've got you've got kim kardashian the kardashian husband meeting with the president like they're all about publicity stunts and so i know he may be crazy but like the more i think about it it's, it's possible like, it's not outside the realm of yeah. i mean you know it I, is it's whatever yeah i don't know i may be giving him too much credit but part of me thinks that i mean reality tv and the, they're all about this these kind of stuff pete davidson thing was the best yeah that was that good. was fantastic yeah. he's just like do you know how messed up it has to be f- to be for me to notice politics yeah. like that's <laughs> that pretty, was good that's that he's able to lean up. into yeah that's yeah. pretty good i do, he's just like i know it's like i'm a white guy and Che should probably be talking about this, but I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah. So we all know who's who, who's got the wheel right. <laughs> yeah. Now. Right. Uh, so uh, back to shameless plugs. Yes. Uh, yeah. We're on Spotify. I think you can even uh, get like Google and stuff to play us. You can be like, Oh, really? Okay. Google Play Real Spoilers oh podcast. Oh my gosh, we've made it. We are big Looks time. Looks like we've made it. <laughs> Stop. We'll have to pay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, and uh, where, no, where was it? Sounded so bad that they can't <laughs> recognize it. So. I was at a concert last <laughs> night. Touché. I've Touché. got nothing left in my voice. <laughs> so uh, we're oh, and also don't forget we're available on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. Go there, join the League of Show Shares. People who were kind enough to uh, share the show that last week are as follows: uh, Linnea Thunsell, Librarian Cynthia, Dustin at Nerd Tonight Gaming, uh, Ding Yan Quo. Uh, oh bonjour! Yeah, bonjour! I don't think that's how that works. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, she speaks French. Oh, she, really? She was the she's one that, the French. Oh, I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen the comments. That's hilarious. Yeah, and she's awesome. the. Oh, she's you a, thought I was saying based on yeah, her name? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, Joe! Oh. I, somebody hand me Dan's the maraca. maraca. <laughs> well, to be fair, it wasn't French. It was a confusing conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, Julianne Jordan, Chris James, Susan Carlson, uh, Aaron Marlowe. That's a new one. Yeah, put it on Dan's list. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we, that's why he didn't come in today. He's like, I'm not doing a damn song. When uh, when she shared the episode, she had a real nice comment, yeah. and uh, I will read it to you. Oh yeah, she said, uh, "I've been listening to this." Was she uh, 
This was on our Star is Born episode. Okay. And she said, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts discussing this movie since seeing A Star is Born last week, and I have to say this is by far my favorite. Oh. Yeah. yeah. She had a really nice comment on Twitter, too, because yeah. she, she retweeted and said basically the same thing, but she said, this is my absolute favorite podcast on this movie. It makes me want to see it a third time. I'm paraphrasing because I yeah. couldn't find it, but yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, so, yeah, Aaron, that's great. Thank but you so much. She goes on to say, uh, probably because they all seem to love it as much as I did. Listen to this podcast after watching the film, especially if you loved it as much as I did. Oh, and I just have to get this part. This is probably the most important part. Uh-huh. Oh, and I agree with Tom. <laughs> oh. And I don't really know what she says after that. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I blanked out. I it doesn't matter. Right. She says she agrees with me. But she says, I agree with Tom about uh, Jackson's state of mind throughout the film. That was what? That, that he was going to go the whole that, time? Yeah, that he was always totally, thinking yeah. that. Yeah. Trying to keep it vague for people who haven't seen the film. Yeah, sure. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so well, so thank you. That was very nice to yeah, see. Yeah, it's very nice. Thank you so much. See feedback. So, uh, moving through our list of show sharers, Laura Connolly Quiddick, Travis Tewitt. Chris, Is that a new one? No. Oh, okay. Uh, Travis Tewitt, Chris Sanders, Tammy Sherman Powers, Brent Smith, Griffin Fox Smith. Oh, are no, they related? No relation. Oh, sorry. <laughs> one has two X's, one yeah, has one. It's, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ron Johnson, Richard Lawson, Nick Scott, Ralph Tribble, and Chris Magic Man. So uh, there, if you want to do that, you can go to Facebook.com, share an episode, and we will add you to our Absolutely. list. I feel like Magic Man should have like some kind of like theme song playing in the background, like like a professional <laughs> the wrestler final, does when they come out. I don't know, just whatever you're like, Chris Magic Man, I, feel like and I just the, want the music to yeah. drop. <laughs> <laughs> So we can work on that for next time. Yeah, I'll, I'll get I'll get right on that. So uh, so there there is all of that. I guess we will now turn our eyes to the box office. Kevin has his abacus at the ready. Kevin, I do, Tom. And uh, luckily for Joe, it looks like his uh, favorite film of 2018 is at the top of the box office. It Are is, you serious? It is Venom. Wow. So second, I did not expect that. I, and it's just so barely too. Oh, really? <laughs> because I mean, what we said almost came true. We we talked about last week. We're like, yeah, everyone went to see it. But it's not going to have legs. It's not going to have the word of mouth. Stars Born will have word of mouth and it will right. reverse. Just barely Dang beat it. it. But I still can't believe that Venom, more people went to see that week too than Stars Born. That, that is pretty blows weird. my mind. But but when you look at the percentages. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I mean, as far as as far yeah. as the, the drop, Stars Born definitely, you know, got the, you know, got the drop on them, but uh, not total box office. So Venom made $32 million, a 60% drop. So yes, big drop off there. $139 million total though, domestic uh. on a $100 million budget. And then overseas, 127. So we're up over 250 million on a 100. I mean, they're making profit. Yeah. There. The problem is, is now this is going to lead to, oh no, we can do all kinds of movies without Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. All sorts of villain origins. Yeah. Like, like no. you know, I, I don't, I don't know. Like Craven is one of my favorite Spider-Man villains. Yeah. I love that character, and the fact that they're just like, no, we're gonna do a Craven movie. I was like, give yeah, it. Yeah, you know what? I think but, Jason Momoa could play him too. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I, I mean, you're not wrong. Morbius and Craven, both of them. Like e- either one. Not saying he should do both, but like he would fit both of those. I I, I don't think Morbius because he like when they oh. cast Leto, I was like, no, that makes sense. Like uh, yeah, because Morbius Leto. Yeah, Jared Leto's Morbius. Oh, okay. Oh, I. That's that's going really. Yeah, that is a thing. That is a thing. Oh, Jesus! Because I'm like still on the Joker thing, where I'm like, I just. I mean, I mean, he's such a good actor, and I've liked Jared Leto for a long time. That Joker thing has really ruined my. It's uh, like it, you know. Speaking of that, I am wondering what that James Gunn Suicide Squad is going to look. Isn't like. that where did you hear about yeah. that, Tom? Yeah, I think Suicide the, the, Squad is getting themselves a 
that, trash talking yeah. gun toting possum. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, obviously we're we're talking that James Gunn has made the jump, which we all thought was going to happen, right? Uh, sooner rather than later. That to was DC. crazy. That still blows my mind that it's for that. Like, because I'm like, yeah, Green Lantern do something well, cosmic, you, right? Right. But Guardians of the Galaxy, the Suicide Squad was DC's Guardians. That's what they wanted. Well, and yeah, that, and that's what the, that was the original plan. But it just would make so much sense to do something cosmic right. related, space related. So that was a huge surprise. And also, that but movie is a they're getting rid of everybody. It's a whole, the, it's that's a, the word on the street. It's, yeah. a, it's a whole so new even Harley Quinn, I, which would be no, crazy because she has movies not, coming out. Be, but they but the, I think the problem with the Harley Quinn thing is she is a main character in. I don't know if it was Birds of Prey. Uh-huh. Like, there's another right. Harley. There's a Harley the movie, movie, right? That's the one. Oh, it's, it's not a, there's not a solo movie? No. Okay. That's the one. It's going to be a... So it's Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, Harley, or uh, Margot Robbie, and the gal that's Black Canary. Yeah. And that's... So, like, I think that but she's... But the team's going to rotate. I don't think it's a reboot. I think it's just a different team, like different people. For the Suicide Squad? Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Which is kind of the way it works it. in the comics. Right. So yeah. they'll just pull in different members this time. Gotcha. And, of course, Batista's like, I'm in. Yeah, it's like oh, we know. So it's yeah, like, well, yeah. So he's it's a lieutenant, man. Yeah. Like, so Suicide Squad is like Menudo, kind of. Where they just okay. take take piece. Once you age out of Menudo, right? They just bring yeah. in a new model. Yes, they just put you in. You know. But the controversy is like, that like a Trump wife, exactly like yes. a Trump wife. But the controversy is that James Gunn has tweeted his distaste for Leto over the years, and so there's multiple tweets. He's not in it. I I guarantee you that Joker movie with him and and Margot Robbie isn't going to happen. If this one with Joaquin Phoenix is a success, and it's gonna He's be Joker, no, it's yeah. gonna be no matter what because it's the budget's so low, you oh. know it's like a fifty it's like a fifty million dollar budget. I better just give the cast pee breaks. That's all I'm saying. Oh my god, what a weird oh. story! I'm that like, is. I want that movie to succeed so much because I love all the people involved and I'm a huge Joaquin Phoenix fan. And then I see that and I'm like, come on, don't yeah. screw this Have up. You seen like, story? No. So there were that's. Have you seen any of the footage at all? Like that no. they've leaked. Okay, so there's a there's some leaked footage of him. Of uh, Joaquin Phoenix kind of walking away from a train, right. like a subway train, uh, and that apparently people they left, like Todd Phillips may have left these people on the train a little bit, a lot of bit too long, like, like for for shots of people on the train to be consistent, like they didn't want people leaving and you know messing things up or whatever, and it took too long, and so like they went were they went like over three hours, and SAG is supposed to be two hours to have a break every two hours, right? And so people are like peeing off the train in between the <laughs> which train I also cars I gotta tell stuff. you, you pee on that third rail, you're <laughs> in trouble, problematic. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. They, they filed complaints with SAG, yeah, and so they're talking about like legal action or whatever. And it's I'm just like, come on, don't screw this movie it's, up. This it, is the one that could be good for yeah, DC, and, right? And there's but, a movie coming out next month, and I'm like, no, this is the yeah, one that could be right, good. This is the one that I'm looking forward to. Uh, but yeah, it's just I, I think if that and it will be if it's these movies are successes like in spite of themselves obviously <laughs> with Venom yeah and Superman versus Batman yes, you know right. all of the Justice League um so like but if it's a critical success as well I think he is your new Joker oh yeah and I think the leaded the the problem I have with the Leto Harley the, like the Joker Harley movie besides it being awful or it's it well yeah but like that's not a like, that's not an okay relationship. Oh yeah, you like think the, people the, are mad about abusive relationships? Like the Joker yeah. Harley relationship is the definition of toxic. Oh yeah, you've like, got and, people and complaining abuse. about Stars Born now because they're like, "That's an awful relationship the way he treats her, this and that," you it, know. And and <laughs> it boggles my mind that people are just like, "Oh no, I want I want that Joker Harley relationship." It's like, well, oh. you need to go to therapy 
because something is amiss. Well, they yeah. say that. They, you know, people saying it is one thing because they think he's hot or whatever. But when you get into it, yeah. you know, I'm like, it's a oh, different... you mean the guy that manipulated his therapist and then threw her in a vat of acid just to look the same way? <laughs> that's the relationship you yeah, want? Yeah, that okay. sounds awesome. But yeah, like I, I, I don't understand that. If you're, I mean, unless you make her like it, the movie is her breaking away from him. Maybe. Like that's the story you could tell where she gained like she has to fight him to gain her yeah, independence that's and get true. away from and him. And that maybe. has happened in the comics. She's turned oh, on she's him not, before. She's, so. she's not with him now. Yeah, so I mean that's but they well yeah, but just a year ago, didn't they have that uh War uh, of Jokes and Riddles? I can't remember which one it was, but I mean they were just having sex in the in the uncensored one White Night. Oh well, yeah, that doesn't count though because it's, it's not part of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a black okay. label. It's a, it's its own little story, and there's That's two true. there's two Harleys. Okay, and that there's there's a yeah there's two well, different Harleys. The in sex that. stuff just got even better. I'm telling you, <laughs> like so, anyway. so yeah so in in that just real in that yeah. book the the Joker takes medicine to right. make him normal and he becomes like the hero of Gotham and Batman yeah. becomes the Doesn't villain. Become the mayor or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's like so there's. In that story, they're saying that, like, the Harley that was with the Joker was, like, a replacement Harley, and the real Harley kind of... When when the Joker went full crazy, yeah, uh, the real Harleen, Quinzel, was just like, nope, no thank you. Mm-hmm. But then when he became sane, she came back. Does he ride a Harley in the issue? Well, it's yeah, sounds by, like <laughs> you said they were having sex. <laughs> it's drawn by Sean Murphy, who, if you know anything about him, like, loves to draw vehicles in general yeah. and so yes there are motorcycles <laughs> there are like if you've never yes seen and yes is the if, there, if you've never seen his art like it is yeah dynamic it's cool art yeah it's I mean, amazing it's cool art in the book yeah. i mean of course i didn't look at it for that thing i was talking about but i, I do honestly i recommend reading it like he's a very good yeah. writer artist mm-hmm. there you go there's no bat wang in that one yeah. <laughs> i can't believe they did that and then censored it out 18 on the digital. So one of them uh, Friend of the show, Brian Spath, and I were both just talking about it. Yeah. Uh, well, of course you were. Of course you were. Movie date. <laughs> yeah, Movie right. date, buddy. And I mean, like, if you want to start, we can start. We can bring up Brad. We can bring up Devin. We can bring up Jason. Would you like to start? <laughs> no? Okay. Very good. Uh, <laughs> My gloves are off. <laughs> Jeez. I don't have time, but, man. It's too early for this. But they, like, so, you know, you can grade a comic, which I think is silly in general, unless you've got, like, an action comics number one. There's no point in grading them. Oh, the CGCs. Yeah. Are, yeah, I agree. Oh. So one, they graded one at a 10-point, uh, which is, like, a perfect Perfect, copy. yeah. Why wouldn't they? It's brand new. $1,800. I'm not kidding. One of them what? just sold for $1,800. It's a brand new book. Why they're, would you? They're not it... reprinting it. It's They've pulled everything, for the most part, off shelves. Oh, because it's censored. Yeah. They're not, they're not doing it digitally. Right, it's, they're not putting it out digital, which I think is stupid because all no, you gotta they do are, is but they censored it. I don't. Oh, yeah. did they? No, they did. Okay. On, the, on the digital version, they sent. Oh, they, okay, okay. Uh, maybe not censored, but they like. Why did they ever it? think it was a good idea? Because so what because I think of we're talking about. Yeah. It. Well, it's, I also a, think they are. The DC is introducing these black label books, which is top tier creators doing out of continuity stories. So like, I'm assuming they just it was just a rated R Batman story, right. and they didn't think anything of it, and then it. No pun intended. This is, blew up. This is or, people are talking about it that wouldn't even normally. You know, I mean, it's genius publicity stunt. It's not that. I don't, and like, I don't think it was intended to be a publicity stunt. I think mm. Lieber Mijo and I think honestly, I mean, if you know these two, the Brian Azzarello who kind of has a an edge to him, if you will, like in in his writings, uh, and Lieber Mijo is a fantastic artist. I just think they were just telling a story, and it was 
It was in the story, but you, well, and he just no, drew but it you away. Ask, but you ask yourself, do I put Batwang in a book or not? <laughs> you, anytime someone writes a comic book, they probably think to themselves, should I put Batman's wiener in the book or right. not? And they did it, which tells me they thought about it. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, but, I, it was definitely a choice. Which is weird because the guy was drawn an Iron Man kind of book. Yeah, right. like, that's, <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely a conscious, a conscious choice, but I don't think. I mean, I don't think it was in the script. I think Bermijo kind of do it, did it on his own. Yeah. I just, I have to believe he didn't realize it was going to blow up to this extent. Did you think he did it as a joke, thinking somebody Possible. would take it out? Somebody would be like, "Oh, take that it, out," and they didn't. And he was just like, "Yeah, oh, there it goes." But yeah, like that that label's kind of cool. They're doing Frank Miller and John Romita are doing Superman Year One. Frank Miller on a Superman book weirds me out. To oh, know, I mean, especially given how he's treated in the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, uh, and then they they're doing like a, a Wonder Woman. Is he okay? Story. Like last time no, I checked, I don't he think was he is okay. Because okay, like I he mean, looks, he's, but he has for a few years now, and it's yeah. like, is he all? Hmm. I mean, I think he's okay enough to write. I guess. Well, yeah, I just mean like, I mean, I'm glad he's still around because we talked about him a few years ago. Like yeah. he does not look well. No, he still but, doesn't look well. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll see if we'll see if he can pull it off because you know we've seen his more recent efforts and not all of them great. A little bit crazy. A little bit crazy. <laughs> anywho, but even even his efforts in 1987 was crazy. Well, yeah, but there's a certain those were cool. <laughs> That's those were, true. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah were, 87 was like, ooh, this is edgy. awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Venom making money uh, despite itself, yeah. as Joe said. So uh, and and the number one movie again at the box office. So another week of the number one movie in the world, uh, Venom. See the most uh, the most Academy <laughs> Award winning yeah. ju- Suicide yeah, Squad. But, <laughs> but it's like all the ads are like the most unique superhero story in, of all time or whatever. Like there's the weirdest <laughs> ads on this movie. Did you not see Kick Ass or? Watchmen yeah. or yeah. Like anything else. Advertising is touting this thing not only as making money, but like the craziest, most what? <laughs> okay, whatever. But it worked for the advertising, I guess. Number two, A Star Is Born. So this one uh, just barely under. It's twenty nine point five in week two compared to Venom's thirty two, but it's only a thirty one percent drop. So yeah. you know, as far as uh, you know, it didn't. It made a lot money less than Venom last week, and so to make almost as much as Venom, that does. There is truth to what we were saying, but Venom was able to eke it out. Right. Uh, Which is the way... I mean, go ahead. I think what's really uh, interesting about this number is that it's currently at $95 million. And it made, what, about $40 million last week? Yeah. yeah. And so that means a lot of people were going during the week to see it. Oh, that's true. And I know when I went to see the movie of the week, I saw it on Thursday night... And as I was leaving, there was a group of about 15 women, mm-hmm. like, together, like a big group, you know. and uh, A group of lady friends. Yeah, leaving the theater, and I'm just like, so they had to have been coming out of A Star is Born. No, they were coming Venom. out of Venom. Yeah. <laughs> no, I... Is that Tom Hardy? Yeah. He's yeah. a dreamboat. <laughs> no, you're, you're right, though. I mean, the fact that it went from... 45 to, to 95 and there was only a 30 million it's like we we talked about it we know math and well that's right. I, well, I don't yeah. like to brag <laughs> right. but, but uh, that's i mean that's we, a, we are in possession of an abacus <laughs> yes that's there's no secret there we know right. it's part of the show we've been very upfront about that yeah. so yeah i mean it, it's obviously doing very well and again that word of mouth as we predicted so i just i really wanted to see it come in number one this week of course just based on our discussion well, last unfortunately, week unfortunately i don't think it'll be number one next week either no Probably not, but I mean, still, it's going to be you hold strong at that number two spot with like you know a twenty yeah. percent oh, decrease. That'll be all right. You know, one, two. That's just bragging rights. What really right. matters is how is the dollars right uh, to the studios. You know, I agree. And, oh, absolutely, and they're doing just fine. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, again, a thirty-six million dollar budget, and they've tripled it in week two. Right. right. I just I saw a trailer for the new Clint Eastwood movie. 
mm-hmm. also starring Bradley Cooper. And yeah. it was just like, but also, he, oddly enough, mentioning pecans. Yeah, a lot I of thought pecans. that when I saw the trailer. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he, mentions, he mentions pecans in A Star is Born as well. He's a oh, that's right. He does, doesn't farmer. he? Yeah, yeah that's a, right. I forgot about that. that. Was, when he grew up, he was on a pecan yeah. farm. I thought the same thing because I saw the trailer for yeah. the one, the Clint Eastwood before Star yeah. is Born. And when they mentioned pecan, I'm like, wow, there's a thing for... <laughs> Man, pecans are but he popular. Kinda, like, Cooper just disappears for a minute. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, I have like six movies coming right. out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's been busy for uh, sure. I guess that's true. When you're writing, directing, and producing. There's that. Yeah. yeah. And learning how and to acting. play guitar and, you yeah. know, yeah. all that stuff. Doing I do concerts. Love, I, I do love that article where Vetter is just like, don't do this. Yeah. What are you doing? Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, no, no, no. And he's like, can you just, you just, you go play. I'm just going to watch you. <laughs> so $95 million domestic in week two for A Star is Born. So doing great. Another $15 million overseas. So $110 million on a $36 million budget. We will see where it lands next Do week. Do you think she's, this is going to be her crossover? Like this is where she's going to start getting... Oh, I mean, I think they're going to try and put her in other the movies. the offers aren't coming in. Yeah, I, mean. I, d- I don't know that she is... Uh, is capable of doing another type of role. Yeah. I, I mean, this, this is, is very fitted to her. Right. She is a musician. Right. But, I think this is know. her story, right? Like, I mean, there are, there are elements right, of it, yeah. but you know, but no, and, and, <laughs> and I, and she's good in the movie. I liked her. Oh, yeah, I just, she was very good. I, I, it's just so close to things she's done. Sure. It's, can she lose herself in another role or is Th- she always going to be right now? That being said, I mean, she, her, her, stage style is very theatrical that's true so like that's true maybe she can yeah yeah it'll be interesting to see i mean obviously american horror story wasn't anything close to this yeah but she was i feel like she didn't have that's like she a big part on that show and that's pretty campy yeah you know it's very over the top it's just yeah it it just it's a different genre so we'll have to see she was good in this but i agree with what you said i mean she's going to have to prove herself outside of the you know, music, music right. genre. What was, Howard Stern was great in private parts. That's exactly right. There's not another Howard Stern no, movie right. for There's a reason. reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm Man, surprised how, so how well he played Howard Stern in that yeah. movie. You know, just, just, I, he really lost himself in the role. He did. I like it, he was, was playing, that method. Yeah, <laughs> when he was playing Howard Stern, like it, it was like I almost couldn't even see that he was Howard it. Stern because it was like Howard Stern it was, was, right was in front like of me. Howard Stern was on the screen. Right. My favorite yeah. scene of that movie is when he's asking girls out. And he asked the blind girl out, and she was like, "She's like, can I feel your face?" And he was like, "Yeah, okay." And she grabs his yeah. nose, and she was like, "I have to walk no. my dog." That's good. That's a great movie. It's a fantastic. And it's still it not is. out on Blu-ray. It's only on DVD, I believe. That's weird. I yeah, know. It's just weird. it's just never gotten a Blu-ray release because I I looked for it. I'm like, well, I need to own this on, on it's Blu-ray. It's so good, and it might not be on digital. I think I looked for it. I could be wrong on that part, but there definitely it has not had a lot of re-releases. The, the Jenna Jameson scene is what it is, but it's GM like the way Paul Giamatti like bursts into the room he's like what are you doing and he's just like yeah man let's do it we're just gonna do it and it's gonna be hilarious such a good movie (laughs) private parts is available on digital but only in standard definition yeah Yeah, that's even exactly super weird that's what the thing is so okay it's in standard but it hasn't been on blu-ray and it hasn't been what's the release date what's the year on that does it say what year that came out oh i don't remember i can't even i I was just thinking maybe they're waiting close the mid 90s or i'm I feel like that's one of those ones that Shout Factory would do like a... I want to say 95. That's just my... Oh, okay. 97. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, we're 20 years out. Yeah. I mean, it's so great, but that's the thing is I didn't want to buy it... 20, 20. I didn't want to buy it on DVD, and I didn't want to stream it in standard, but there's no HD version. That does seem like... You know, Shout Select kind of does like those high-end... Yeah. Uh, I don't want to call them cult movies, but I wonder if there's some uh, or niche. Yeah. I wonder if there's uh, some music licensing issues. Going no, on maybe. There. Yeah, there might be. But it's yeah. on streaming, so I don't know. Yeah, who I, knows? I don't know. Someone needs to to convert it up. So, 
Anyway, number three, opening uh, weekend for First Man. That's the Ryan Gosling story of uh, Neil Armstrong, directed by Damien Chazelle. $17 million. I was like, hey, Tom, that's wake up. We're doing a box office report. That's what I've heard. Like, Sorry, <laughs> I just uh, was thinking about when I went to Everything see First else. Man. <laughs> I mean, I, I have pretty high hopes for that movie, but it's just... I think space movies, you will never do another space movie that was A, Gravity, or B, Apollo 13. Like, I feel like those are the two where it's but just this like, is, they figured this it is, out. But this is a character study. I mean, this is not Yeah, about, that's the problem. Oh, yeah. Like, but that's I mean, the problem. But this, it's not it's, supposed to be about uh, the Apollo 13 mission. It's about Neil Armstrong, yeah, right, the man. Right. And so, and it's based on a book about Neil Armstrong, the man. So, I mean, yeah. it's not really supposed to be that. But that's not to say they can't dress it up or make it there exciting. There are three great movies about the space program. Yep. This is not one of them. No. What are they? Apollo 13. Yep. The right stuff. Oh, good call. Spaceballs. Hidden figures. Oh. Right on. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Not to be confused with Hidden Fences. Hidden Fences. Show. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> but uh, the, but the, to that's me, That's number four. It just barely missed <laughs> out. <laughs> just barely. But <clears throat> those are the three. Those All those movies are great. Yeah. And they tell you about very different elements of the space program yeah like, you know like like if you if you watch them all it's a very holistic view of the space that is program. very true so you're talking and, about yeah. nasa movies not space movies correct okay. that's why it's yeah, a space yeah. program. right 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 yeah, yeah, i just yeah. wanted to clarify yeah. in case anyone's like we're space odyssey we're you know like right. in case people are like, no i'm talking about yeah. like movies about the space program i, I kind of love space cowboys <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> I enjoy that movie. I've never is that seen the old it? people. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Clint Eastwood, it's like James, old man James Garner, uh, those Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, like I think they were the ones that were supposed Jack to. Jack Lemmon, like, Walter Matthau. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jack Lemmon puts a fish in the <laughs> space module. <laughs> right. And, what am I doing? Yeah. I don't know, James. I always. It's funny. Like I would. I we were talking about Maverick, and I went back and rewatched. And I'm man, James Garner is so charismatic yeah like he's yeah. so good he's so good and then you know he's in the notebook it's like oh gross mm. nah, ah, the notebook i is, never saw the notebook. for what it is yeah it's it's it is the best of those sorts of movies that's fair that's it is fair. it well, is it is the archetype it is yeah. the one that started them all sure. so i mean yeah but i mean <laughs> that scene where he's just like what do you want i don't know what do you want it's like no i get it man that's Every relationship I've <laughs> yeah. ever been in, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it, it started them all because it was good. Like right. totally, it is. There's a that's reason a, that's, it works. That's uh, the Nicholas Sparks one, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I hadn't seen that movie for a long, long time, and I said to Katie, "I'm like, you want to watch the Notebook?" She hates the Notebook. Oh, so I'm really? Like, I'm like, okay, that's fine. We don't need to watch. <laughs> that's I just, cool. I was the one that was actually like Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. I was like trying to find something to watch, and me and her have different movie tastes, as a lot of couples do. And so I was like, I was like, you want to watch the Notebook? I haven't seen that in a long time, and she hates it. I'm like, oh, that's. Okay, yeah. Yeah. that's cool. cool I don't have to watch. So I don't have to watch the Never Notebook. Never heard of a woman that doesn't like the yeah, Notebook. She did not like it. So good anyway, call Mary, but we just watched uh, Crazy Stupid Love again you know, for the zillionth time. So oh, that's, great. that's seriously that, that's great. that has to be. I think you know it, it may be my number one romantic comedy of all time. Uh, I don't disagree. I mean, it's my very favorite. Smart. I, you you go uh, way back though. Yeah, I mean, like I would say like, but I mean, it's when, the current when Harry met Sally. Yeah, like, it's but the I would I, I would say like when Harry met yeah. Sally. Yeah. Annie Hall. Sure. Annie Hall is like that. We talk about flawless movies. That is flawless. Yeah. That those are good. And I, I enjoy both of those. And I recently watched when Harry met Sally on Tom's recommendation. So yeah. But I just crazy stupid love. I mean, everything but, about it. Carell and yeah. Gosling's performance. And it's just. I, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed the movie yeah. immensely. Like, I'm not bagging on it and at all. And that twist. Yeah. Who saw that twist coming? I thought yeah. that was genius for I a romantic it. comedy. Like, that's. Yeah. My favorite scene of that movie is when 
they're having like bacon is it's bacon Corel and gosling yeah and after the fight and, no right sudden, before the oh. fight and gosling goes that's him and he's just they like, all, yeah, yeah, he walks up and punches him right in the face. <laughs> he was like, no, wait, no, no, no. Yeah. yeah. I love I love that scene. It's so funny. I mean, all this, like, like he hands him his sneakers and he throws him <laughs> off the city walk balcony. <laughs> like, hand me your shoes. <laughs> what are the... <laughs> it's great. But anyway. Oh, another great one uh, is... Uh, 500 days of summer 500 days of summer oh, yeah. is, oh my god yeah. that's, that's, she, she doesn't like that one either i tried whoa, that. I, I don't i don't think How she do, i don't I get not like she doesn't the like movies where I, there's that like fighting i don't think she likes yeah. it when there's you know what i mean like the romantic comedies that's where an she, insight into your relationship if there's ever been any i just think <laughs> she likes maybe the she likes the funnier the nice but when there's a lot of that tension and fighting i just don't think she's well that's it. like every romantic comedy they yeah. hate each other until they love yeah. each other like, but the goofy ones like she loves leap year she loves the really goofy leap year the What's one where the, they go to ireland What's i leap year? i hate it it's one of my oh my god uh, which one's that amy adams right and uh and uh and uh ozymandias Oh, uh, and, uh, Matthew Good. Yeah, and they go to. They're in Ireland. It was, God, it was a snooze. Yeah. Yuck. What about like. what was the one with time travel? What was that one with Rachel McAdams? The time traveler's wife. I don't wife? know if she's ever no, seen. That no, no. There's the. It's the one where like the guy. He. It's. It's kind of like Groundhog Day. Oh, with uh, Hux, right? Yeah, with General Hux. Yeah, that's in. I can't remember the name of it. It's but Rachel McAdams and, and Bill Nye. And oh yeah, that was cute. I I forget yeah. what it was. I forgot. I, I can't remember what it was movie. called. Well, these are all good suggestions. I'll have to ask. But I don't know. I she, I just yeah. I she doesn't like either of those because I've tried to watch both those now. And I'd rather watch Five Hundred Days of Summer. That's yeah, great. So good. And That's whatever so that Bill good. Nye movie, if you if you like that movie, uh, and you want another ro- romantic movie that kind of works in a similar vein, yeah, uh, a movie with Vincent D'Onofrio uh, called Happy Accidents. That's a great movie. And it's like I never Who's talked about that. Oh, it's uh, uh it's not. Julie Dreyfus, is it? No, God dang it! She's a, it's a big name, and I'm totally blanking on it. It's the uh, only reason I know that is because obviously, Marissa yeah. Tomei. Yes, yeah, you're right. Ooh. So I worked at you know working at Blockbuster. You eventually run out of shit to watch, right? <laughs> so damn it, Joe. Forty oh, minutes sorry, in. Sorry. Forty <laughs> minutes in. I'm catching them. This I feel week, like it's a PG. It's a PG thirteen episode. I get one. I get one. <laughs> He's renegotiating his <laughs> contract. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like that's it was one of those ones that just kind of sat there forever. Yeah. And I love Vincent D'Onofrio and obviously Marissa Tomei is obviously stunning. Yeah. So yeah, and I picked that up and I was like, oh man, what a fantastic movie. Yeah, Katie's never seen The Wrestler and that's one that's on oh. us. I'm like, you gotta watch The Wrestler. Yeah, like, look, it's really important that we watch the. <laughs> Kevin's like, I, I'm a fan of professional wrestling. This is yeah, really it's a great story. It's a really good story about the, the great life movie. of an independent wrestler. Well, then see that movie uh, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. That is the one to watch. Yeah. I, well, you yeah. guys talked about it before. Yeah. Well, I don't know how, <laughs> how they, it's, how they yeah. weren't really doing it's it. It's like the scene of Monsters Ball. Like, I mean, yeah. I remember watching Monsters Ball in theaters. That was her and like, what, Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That were going was at like, it? Yeah. And then it was Halle Berry and uh, what's his name? Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. And That's how good of an Ball. actor Hoffman was. And secret is Hoffman played both of them in that <laughs> scene. Yeah. <laughs> So he was technically masturbating. Yeah, correct. Little yeah. known fact, yeah. but yeah. yeah, he was going at that like she owed him money. You ain't kidding. Yeah, Wait, that was crazy. Before and the devils know you're dead. The devil, yeah. devil Monsters Ball's the same way. Yeah, where it's just like I saw that in theaters and I it was awkward. Yeah, because there is some like I all right. But anyway, first man was a snooze. Wow. That's too bad. I, it, it was it was one of those like he's so like reserved. Yeah. Which I mean, if that's how he was, that's how he was. But it's like there's just it. It is just not interesting to watch. Was this his shot at the Oscar? 
Was this was oh best? oh absolutely this has yeah. got Oscar bait written all over it and I I honestly think it only has as strong reviews as it does because it's a serious subject sure. it's serious and it's not like it's poorly made it's just it's just kind of flat yeah. and I mean this is also the Oscar winning director who won yeah. best director last For year what La La Land this oh, is Damien blah, Chazelle oh, blah blah bland. Well, if you say so, but <laughs> I think he won it for La La Land. I mean, he's uh, he's the youngest Oscar is that right winning director in history? Yeah. Oh wow, all right. Yeah, he's a young guy. He's like his mid or he wasn't his like mid thirties. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, one best director. What am I doing he with 30, my life? Thirty three maybe or something. So doing yeah. a movie podcast. This guy's winning Oscars. Yeah. Well, it was like when Randy Orton won his worst first world title at like twenty seven. There it is. There's your one. There it is. It's like oh my god. <laughs> For, don't forget to save time for an NXT review segment here. Before the end. <laughs> yeah, it I was think, a lot of fun. There you go. I think we should start. Uh, we should. We Chicken should noise my references. Should, yeah, we should, <laughs> re, we should renegotiate his contract where he gets he gets one shit or one wrestling reference. <laughs> and you can't fool me. I know. You, good try there, but very sneaky. So yeah, first man. So there's your mini review from Tom. But 17 million opening weekend. We'll see what it continues to do if, if it does have any uh, buzz, you know, still leading into Oscar any season. Any Buzz Aldrin? Hey! Well, we know that. First, I mean, if it doesn't, then it really sucks. That's the sequel where he but, just where he trips Buzz Aldrin in the thing. He's like, I got it. <laughs> now is Buzz Lightyear in the movie. One can only hope. <laughs> Dare to dream. <laughs> $59 million budget on that one. So just to, you know, put it in perspective. So 17 out of 59. But again, I, I really do think that going into Oscar season, like... You know, it's not going to be at the top of the box office until then, but I feel like it's going to hang around. People are going to feel they need to see it. It is a historical. I true think story. it's going to be forgotten. By I think Oscar you're right. Time. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, that, I mean, you've seen it. He, I th- you know what? He might get the director might get nominated just based on yeah previous history. But I don't. I mean, judging well, by whatever. How I'm are saying, the reviews? I mean, as it's far at 88 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. But I I just think that I, I find it hard to believe that there won't be better. M- more and better movies than this that yeah. by the time it's actually time to pick this will be forgotten right yeah well definitely definitely could happen number four goosebumps Two: haunted halloween with 16 million so pretty strong opening on that one uh, i did see it it's fun i mean it's not as good as the first one right uh i didn't think jack black was in it at all but he is it's just clearly they got him to film for like a week or something oh, or right. you know, a few days uh because he's in it towards the end but, but like, it's a totally different story though right yeah different yeah. town and everything but i mean it's fun uh they have a lot of uh, a lot of monsters that come to life from the books again you know similar thing different town but uh these kids it, it very it's actually kind of similar to it it reminds me of it because in the beginning it's a good formula because they use. all tag team the girl at the end <laughs> <laughs> no not for that reason but you know these kids go and there's like a, a really creepy haunted house on the block and then they uh they end up finding this book that is one of his manuscripts and opens it and that's what sets it uh, off uh but a lot of just leave those everywhere yeah. right oh I, I guess don't they kind of say that in the first one though where like he bounds from, he town, moves to from town, town to town right so on this up and the, down the dial yeah, yeah. yes that's and it was like un, in a hidden room in a chest you know like it was there's a lot hidden about it but uh they open the book town goes crazy but a lot of really fun monster gags and things you know a lot this of is, there's I, gummy bears with sharp teeth that come to life like, sure, a lot of funny not? little yeah yeah the, i feel like the the first one the second one the house with the clock on the walls also well it's all jack black movies yeah, yeah. are gonna be the gateway 
Like these are these yeah. are the, these are the gateway horror movies that will. Yeah, they're very. I mean, for a movie that's not rated R, obviously far from it. But like, there's still scary, spooky elements. Right. They, they are a very good stepping stone. But this one's fun, not as good as the first one. But uh, you know, Jack Black does return as R.L. Stein. Uh, you know, toward the end of the film, and he voices Slappy, the dummy, and, sure. and D- Slappy's the main villain. Yeah, you know, I think there the was a post-credit sequence where he gets away. Yeah, so so you do get a lot of Jack Black voicing it, which obviously he did somewhere else. You know, he could right record <laughs> whatever. So um, that's going to be the uh, the Robert Downey Jr. deal come Avengers five, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's fun. I mean, kids are going to love it. Ryan had a blast at good. it. So good. That's good great. time for that one. Yeah, I guess he's ready for Halloween then. Perfect. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. I wanted to <laughs> really get him started early so he could work into it. So yeah. Now right. we're at. What did he watch? We watched. Um, we've been watching a few of them. We watched uh, PG thirteen ones. We watched Drag Me to Hell. Do you watch that with your son? Yeah, it's PG thirteen. PG thirteen. Yeah. Oh, did you? Oh, you didn't watch the unrated. No, Cut. I don't know. Yeah, okay. but I'm like, but because my son, you know, like I'm not ready for him to watch R rated, you know, really crazy horror movies. But I'm like PG thirteen. He watched Happy Death Day. Really enjoyed it, and, and that works. Antichrist, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that's next Sus- week before Halloween. Suspiria. Yeah, but but we did uh, Happy Death Day, which he really liked. Then we did Drag Me to Hell. Then we watched like. I don't know. We watched some uh, Alien vs. Predator or something. That's where I saw it the first oh. time. Just because I'm like, what? there's not really anything bad that he hasn't seen in a game in that movie. But, right. you know, so I'm like, I don't want to watch the early ones where there's tons of boobs yeah. and crazy kills. But, like, Alien vs. Predator at that point, like, he can watch that. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then Drag Me to Hell uh, was the most recent one we actually watched. And uh, so, yeah, so then Goosebumps. And so yeah, next Goosebumps, week will be yeah. Halloween and it'll there, be perfect. Perfect. Good timing. <laughs> you can watch the first one. Oh, yeah. The just fast one. forward past the, the first scene. I don't want to watch it. He's nine. He can't be watching boobs and stuff. He's already I mean. seen boobs. I'm just saying. I can't I can't be showing him movies with boobs. You should do your own edit. It'd be like, easy to do. Just edit, I just Dude, edit that part. Yeah, really there's only two. There's two. There's there's four well, boobs total. I would say movie. there are two boobs. Yeah, that's yeah. what yeah. most people are. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you the truth. Before this PG-13 Deadpool came out, yeah. like, you know, he's a nine-year-old boy. He wants to see Deadpool. And I'm like, no, you can't watch Deadpool. I thought about going back to that first one and just re-editing it. The only thing that stopped me was, like, him going around saying, Dad, let me watch Deadpool. <laughs> I don't know. And how I'm not understanding I why. Don't, I, like, I feel like, obviously, I, you know, we, we some of us in this room, Tom included, we all know how to kind of edit things. I, f- I would have no clue <laughs> how to edit Deadpool yeah. to a third to a PG thirteen movie. Mainly that holiday scene. I don't need him questioning that. The holiday scenes. That's are the worst. fair, but I feel like even the the violence and the and the, the I, violence doesn't really bother me. No, it's, it. it's no, no, it's the talking. It's the yeah. it's the things he says. Like that movie's a pretty vulgar yeah. movie, yeah. right? So I would edit at the holiday scene. <laughs> it's and, all and, chicken noises. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the few things that he says, but really, it just stopped me because I'm like, but then he's gonna say I saw Deadpool. Yeah, and. Other DFS are... is going to show up to your house, right. yeah. yeah. But now that there's this PG-13 Deadpool too, I'll just take him to that. Yeah, see, these are the parenting decisions you make uh, once you're divorced. That's exactly. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. What's All the actors going to say about this? You're going back to court because yeah. you let your, your kids like, oh, I watched Deadpool with Dad. Exactly. So that's me. But so I'm, I'm really excited for that PG-13. He wants to see a Deadpool movie. How so insane bad. is that going to be if that outgrosses? Aquaman. <laughs> well, seriously, because now anyone can go see it. All the kids that right, get right. dropped off at the theater can go right. see it. Like, it will be crazy. I will say, if I were a 13 year old kid, the idea of a superhero double feature is kind of cool. Like, so you can buy go a see, ticket to Deadpool. Well, not, no, no, no. I mean, like, you, yeah. I mean, back then, that's what we would have done. We would have bought a ticket for Aquaman. Oh, you don't think the kids just, are going to do that? 
I don't. It's not all reserved seating around here. I guess that's true. That's fair. Kids haven't changed that much. Yeah, since right, right. Younger, going to Kendrick and being like, "Uh, so can I get one for Men in Black?" And then I'm gonna go see Batman and Robin because right. I don't want to pay for that oh, one. Boy. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, Goosebumps uh, was 16 million dollars domestic, no money overseas yet. 35 million dollar budget. Jeez, they kept that low. Yeah, that's impressive. Way to do it, though. With all the special effects, I mean, it's a good looking movie. I mean, you yeah. can tell it's CG, but a lot of monsters. The whole movie. <laughs> For all intents and purposes, I mean it's it's yeah. a very but there's no real names in it. No, no, but I mean you know? Jack Black, he must have a back end deal, you yeah. know, because he's obviously heavily involved in it with right. the two characters and everything. But uh, so yeah, on a thirty-five million dollar budget, not bad at all for them. Number five, Smallfoot, uh, hanging around in week three, nine point two million is a thirty-six percent drop. So uh, surprised, especially with Goosebumps and it being October, that yeah. it hung on, but made fifty-seven million domestic so far in three weeks. And I feel like that's kind of like a Christmas movie. But it's not I guess that's true, yeah. It has nothing to do with holiday though. Okay. Grinch, you're about to get your Christmas Ooh, movie. Buddy. Wait till you see that. I gotta I mean, tell you, the more I see of that, the more I was like, that looks great. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. I first of all, I love the Grinch. He's one of my favorite it's characters. A, it's, it's a great fifteen minute cartoon. Yeah, no, I love the original. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate the movie. Katie loves the movie, but the movie is what it is. Like I yeah. feel like that is what it is. I like I thought the movie was fine. Yeah. I don't and it was a hit. It, it was, was a huge hit. Totally. I, I think it might even be the highest grossing movie of the year. Go watch it. it oh, really? I if mean, not, it was real close. But It's pretty bad as far as... A, I mean, I don't know. It could be I, fun, but it's yeah. bad. I like, like, the, like, I like the costume. I like the practicalness yeah. of that movie. I like the... The you know that he tries to film it like the cartoon. I don't know. I thought yeah. it was fine. It's it's it is what it is, like you said. But I love that cartoon, and so when we go to Universal, I love all the holiday decorations and the Grinch themed things, and uh, so I'm excited for this new one. It is just weird though that they got Benedict Cumberbatch to do the voice, and he's doing such a weird voice where it's like. It's not a Benedict Cumberbatch voice, so like yeah, what's yeah, you, the- you can't really do the Boris Karloff voice. You kind of have to do like you know that that's kind of synonymous. He's with- just a narrator. No, he does the voice of the, of the Grinch. Well, I mean, I know, but I just, it's like, this is like a full sure, speaking sure, sure, role sure. as opposed yeah. to like, I must stop them from coming, but right. how, you know. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's, it's Scott Moser. Scott Moser was like, it. produced, produced yeah. Uh, the Grinch, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why all. he was gone for, yeah. he couldn't talk about what he was doing. Oh. So like, he, he was, they stopped doing the, the Smodcast episodes, and then all of a sudden he came back, well, he, he was, was like, oh, by the way. Yeah, the fr- but the first time he left was for the uh, Turkey the movie. Turkey movie, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was the first big one that he produced, and so yeah, I guess he's on board with all this animation stuff. Yeah. It's awesome. But yeah, I'm really excited for this. I just think it's weird that when I'm waiting for like a deep kind of Benedict Cumberbatch voice, right. he's on the I'm the Grinch or whatever, uh, whatever yeah, he does, yeah. and I'm like, okie dokie, but it's, I... It, why not? Let's yeah, do it. So that is be, this an origin story? Of the Grinch? Yeah. No. Or is There's it just... some flashbacks to his childhood okay. as to why he's the Grinch, but right. it's just this, like around Christmas time. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it should be fun. But Smallfoot is at $83 million on an undisclosed budget. Not a Christmas movie. So <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see what that does. Night School is number six, though, with $7.7 okay, 7 million. Okay, not boating well for the movie of the week. No. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I, I just realized we haven't even gotten there yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah. Night School, 7.7 million is a 38% drop, so still a very small drop for that one. That's really the adult uh, rated R comedy that's out. So it it's is, actually not It's not R. No, PG-13? Okay. Yeah. But adult comedy, though, obviously not geared yeah. towards kids. Uh, 59.5, we'll call it 60 million in week three, and overseas, 12 million. Mm. So... Yeah, I mean, it's over 70 on a... It's kind of hard for an American comedy to make movie overseas, money overseas anyway. Yes, it yeah. is. So, oh yeah, over 70 on a 29. So they're doing quite well for themselves. And uh, it's another small drop this week. We'll see what it continues to do. But the movie of the week, Oof. number seven opening, Bad Times at the El Royale. 
7.4 million dollars <laughs> bad times indeed yeah 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 no kidding although what's the budget on that thing it can't, it can't be, much. be high it's it not all too much but all takes place in one room yeah, right 32 million i mean it's still right, seven out of 32 and it's in week seven like re- good luck recouping your money on that yeah, one it's, so it's, it's gone like, it's, it's a loss yeah, it's, i mean yeah. that's a shame too we'll get into well, it but like I said, we'll get so into it. So says you, yeah. but uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, number it's eight- also, it, you know, it's interesting. Like Drew Goddard is one of those directors that I feel like had a bunch of. <laughs> There's a so like, well, this is a little yeah. inside baseball. There's a party going on outside <laughs> the studio. Like, the, Tom left. He had to go take a wee, and he left the door open. And he, yeah, very surprising. Yeah, but, right. But we've There's had somebody yelling in the background. <laughs> uh, but no, like he, I feel like he's one of those directors that um, is like constantly getting buzzed about like he's you know what i mean though I like guess. anytime if you're in that community maybe yeah, like, I, I, no I, one no one i guarantee katie doesn't know who drew goddard is leanne doesn't know who drew, drew goddard is like no one probably knows true. he's a nerd he's a joss weeded he's a joss he's weeded a, you know guy. he's a nerdy yeah yeah, yeah so and he's talented like he is yeah. talented like did you see cabin in the woods oh that's a great movie yeah that's when they put on the shelf until they wait until thor big. yeah yep. well they wait they knew that thor was coming right right, right. just like He's yeah. in that movie. We'll just hold it till after that's out. That I mean, no, that one's great. But yeah, it's uh, you know we were just talking. What else? What else has he done? I mean, like honestly, like Drew God. I mean, I feel like Cabin in the Woods is. That's what I mean. I mean, yeah, that that thing. was great. But what other great Drew Goddard movie is there? Well, he was supposed to do Daredevil. The first he was yeah. supposed to he was like the showrunner on the first season of Daredevil. Supposed to do Sinister Six, and then well he left Daredevil to do the Sinister Six, and that, and fell, then through. that fell through. So, but yeah, you know, so he has his geek cred, but he's not a name. No one knows him, and I really don't know what other successes he's had. So, I don't know. Like, uh, it's, it's you know, it's just oh he wrote he, he, the I mean The Martian. Yeah, that would that's probably his most successful. Yeah. That's right. I, I did uh, forget about that one. He's got X Force. He's the director of X, that that X Force movie that. I don't know if it's going to happen now. Yeah, I don't know what direction you know? they'll go with it now. But. Um, he did an episode of The Good Place. He directed yeah. the pilot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it looks like he's more of a writer. Yeah, definitely. So he wrote some of The Defenders. He wrote some of Daredevil, uh, The Martian. Uh, he wrote World War Z. So I guess he's writing the new one. Well, there, weren't there like nine writers? I, there was yeah, a that was a mess. Yeah, that was a mess. Uh, it, well, I think they brought him. He wrote what ended up being the the back half of that movie, right? Yeah, he's oh, the one he that kind the of. Yeah, I think he's the one that fixed it. Well, redid the ending. Yeah. yeah. Um, lost. He's a lost guy. He wrote Cloverfield. Uh, yeah. Alias Angel and Buffy. Yeah, he's a yeah he's a geek cred you know yeah, J.J. Abrams that's guy. Fair, yeah. Uh, so anyway, but we'll get into that one next episode. But n- this won't be one of his successes, that's for sure. Not with that box office. No, unfortunately. Number eight, a house, the House of the Clock and its walls. So Jack Black has two movies in the top ten right now. Three point nine millions, a forty seven percent drop in week four. So still doing well and competing in week four against opening goosebumps. That's impressive. Yeah. So $62 million domestic with that one, $34 million overseas. So we're around $100 million on a 42. So that's good for that. It's a success. Yeah. yeah. Number nine, a simple favor. Talk about. Oh. There's a limited release. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Uh, Tom has just informed me that we have a uh, surprise contender down here in the (laughs) the limited release category. Uh, Also opening this week, uh, limited was The Hate You Give with $1.5 million, a 203% increase from obviously opening on either coast, but $2.2 million domestic so far on that one. Did you see that? I have not. I've heard a lot of good things. Jeremy saw it. He said it was really good. There's a review on ReviewSTL.com. So, uh, but yeah, so that we'll continue to see, you know, how that does going into Oscar season. Uh, but it's based on a book. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, read the review there. 
And so then I guess rounding out the top 10, I mean, maybe with a, uh, you know, honorable mention, honorable mention for, for number 11, since it is in the season and it was good, but <laughs> number nine, uh, a simple favor hanging around with 1.3 million, a 62% drop brings its domestic total right before it leaves the top 10 to $52 million domestic, uh, being the domestic total that's <laughs> and uh almost 30 million overseas so From the department of redundancy yes. department so 80 million dollars for that one so doing pretty well and our honorable mention number 11 the nun in week six oh, so good for that. yeah still made another 1.3 million it's only a 52 percent drop <laughs> i'm sure blumhouse is just like oh no that's not blumhouse that's warner brothers yeah they're just like we need to milk this for everything it's got and they are and they are yeah. quite effectively it is it'll be out of the top 10 next week yeah but it's a crowd pleaser 115.8 million dollars domestic 233 overseas Ooh, that movie man. made 350 wow. million worldwide on a 22 they wish a dc movie would make that kind of money yeah they're conjuring franchise certainly it's, as far as return on it's such a, it, we talked about it but it's such a weird franchise they're just like, what characters can we spin off of this thing? Yeah. Did you uh, say Conjuring Three was supposed to be another spin off from Two? Like there was another. Oh no, I think Con- I mentioned. Or something? Uh, there's a ghost in Two. Yeah. That is gonna supposed to get a spin off. Uh, the, oh, okay. Uh, the yeah. Did I you see? see did you spin-off. see Two? I didn't watch Two. I saw okay. One. There's another. There's another. But the Conjuring Three, I think, is supposed to refocus back on the Warrens. I would think that would be and their then formula. The Cracker, yeah. the Cracker Jack Man, I think, is the name of the character. <laughs> Wait, is this the guy from the box that gives you the prize? And depends the name? On the, it depends on the prize, Kevin. But yeah, I think I could be... There's a scene where like they um, they have like this... like this. What do you call the... It, like uh, a flip book. Kind of like a flip book, but oh. you can spin it. Oh yeah, I and know it's, it's, the old timey thing with the light that you spin. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, they, th- I think that there was a character, of a, a ghoul or a you know a monster, goblin, gob something that was be- kind of based <laughs> off of this spinny thing. Demon, probably, probably. I would guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, that's the one that I thought. I'm like, oh well, there's your, there's your Annabelle. For yeah. the next one, but they pivoted it and went with the nun instead. Yeah. Interesting. Well, they uh, they're they're setting it up for. They've got plenty to choose. Oh yeah, from, that certainly. box set's going to be sick. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the box office. Well, thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. So I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the table, and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joy Butts B U T T S twenty one. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R Bracket. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show on Twitter at Real Spoilers or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, join the League of Show Sharers. Also, don't forget we're available on Patreon, patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. Last week we did two movies, and so the box office report lived over in Patreon. So we figured that was fair since you got two movies yeah. for episodes. And it's fun because even though it is, there's a new box office every week, so of course those numbers get dated quickly, but we go off on so many tangents and talk about St. Elsewhere and, and what yeah, I, I mean, I mean how we talk it's, about it's, it's just like, you know, it's it, it's still a fun episode, I think, even ignoring the actual numbers. We, we talk about so much stuff. It's really our casual kind of freestyle episode. Right, yeah. So, uh, so anyway, that, that lives over there as well. So, um, also don't forget we're available on iTunes. Go there, rate, review, subscribe, and check us out uh, now on Spotify. Ta-da. So, uh, that's it for this one. Uh, coming up on the next one, we will tackle bad times at the El Royale. Until then, you've been warned. The first time at the El Royale? Seven strangers. Howdy. Seven secrets. Would you mind opening up the door? No, I ain't gonna do that. One connection. Too quiet in here, don't you think? Bad Times at the El Royale is the best thriller in years. No one here is innocent. It's daring and original. 
four stars. You know something, don't you? Bad times at the El Royale. Rated R. October 12th. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.